Oh, it's a dark and rainy, cold night, and I'm driving, hands-free, of course, down the uh, some New Jersey road here, Route 21 in New Jersey, on my way to the Newark Airport to fly back to uh, California to work on this Christmas holiday pop-up, Home Alone, Christmas Story, Bad Santa-inspired Christmas movie pop-up that I'm doing in Hollywood. And I'm in the thick of it. I'm flying back and forth literally like every week. And uh, I'm, I love it. I'm not complaining. I love it. But I'm just in that part where like I'm dealing with negativity and people and problems and plumbing and electrical issues and construction issues and insurance issues and set design people and bitchy people. And uh, But I love it. You know, I love the game I'm in. I love this. Even the bad days, I love them. And I love the winning and I love the losing. I love it all the same and I really mean that because some of the best life lessons that I've ever learned in my life I lost by losing and all of the blessings I've had in my life I've gotten from winning. And so that's what I'm up to. But I thought, Tiffany Johnson, I have not forgotten about you. And Luke O'Neill, I have not forgotten about you either. And you guys have been uh, on my mind. You've been asking questions. We've had a lot of back and forth on uh, Instagram DM. And I've been promising you guys for over a month that I'm going to formally address your questions, but I wanted to do it in a podcast. And so while I'm driving here in this rainy, nasty-ass weather, I'm hands-free, so I'm safe. I wanted to take this opportunity to respond and do the Q&A. And I talked a little bit about, a little bit about what I'm doing and how I love the losing and the winning because that's going to tie into both of your questions, as I'm sure you know. And for the rest of you, I hope this will help you because I, I picked Tiffany and Luke uh, because they, uh, I felt that their questions were really relevant for most people that are trying to get their lives on track and trying to get their businesses and their finances in order. So I'm Zach Neal. You're listening to The Daily Gold, my fucking daily gold, and uh, let's jump in. So I wanted to have Tiffany on this podcast, but the timing just hasn't worked out for either of us. And it's also a little difficult to record uh, both together. I usually podcast when I'm driving or when I'm hands-free or when I'm in a hotel room somewhere or, you know, when I get some downtime is when I do it. And it just didn't line up. But I think I am going to have her on later at some point as as kind of a guest. I don't really do guests usually, but I might get into that a little bit. I've talked about it and I've done it a couple times. But anyway... Let me give you guys a little of the background story on Tiffany. So Tiffany initially wrote to me because she's had a stroke of bad luck. And um, she's a hardworking young girl. And uh, I think Tiffany's in like her mid to late 20s. And a very long story short, so we can keep on, on track here. Tiffany inherited some money when her grandfather passed away. She inherited about $50,000. And she's a college graduate. She went to school. She majored in business and marketing. And uh, she wants to be an entrepreneur. She wants to, she has a business mind. She's been a salesperson and has, you know, started her own little online businesses and things in the past. And so a very long story short, she invested some money with a shitty person who had a decent idea, but was a shit bag. And she lost half of her inherited money on a bad business venture. And then she took the rest of her money and put it into another business venture that didn't do so well. And she ended up going out of business and lost the other half of her money and this happened to her all inside of a two-year period and she hasn't lost her fight but she just doesn't know what to do to get restarted 
And uh, so she initially approached me with some pretty point blank questions about, it's all great to listen to these podcasts and, and, you know, and all that stuff, Zach, but real talk, when you've already lost that business a couple times and um, you're broke and you don't have any resources or investors, how the fuck are you supposed to get back up on your own two feet, you know, and, and do it again? And she has a great idea. And I, I, I promised her that I wouldn't share her idea because it's the kind of idea that people hear and steal. So we're not going to talk about what her idea is, but she's got a great idea. So I'm going to go through, Tiffany, I'm going to answer your questions. Uh, but I'm also going to use you as kind of the focus point to talk about this this issue. So the main focus, Tiffany and I have gone back and forth several times. And so she asked a lot of questions, but I'm going to narrow it down to, to the big ones and kind of put it into one thing. Her basic question is not when do you quit, but how do you, you know, the old saying, how do you get back on the horse and ride when you've already gotten your ass kicked twice in a row? You burn through $50,000. You have nothing to show for it. And as a matter of fact, you have debt. Instead of making money, she actually has debt from these two businesses that she has to pay back like $15,000 in bad debt. Now she's been forced to take a regular day job, not even a good day job, just a regular basic day job making well under what she uh, is worth just to pay her bills and keep her rent paid and her car payment and all that stuff. So it looks like, how does she get where she wants to be? It looks like an impossible situation and all the positive thinking in the world uh, doesn't put food on the plate sometimes. So real talk, how do you recover from something like that and get back to where you want to be, which is opening businesses and, and being an entrepreneur? Okay, that was the question. Here's your answer. And this could apply for anyone who's had a similar experience. You, you failed at business or you had something happen or you lost some money or, or, or maybe you haven't even done it yet, but you just don't know how to get the money or get the resource or what to do. I did a whole series on how to start a business. It's like how to start a business for dummies, basically. Go back and listen to those podcasts. I literally give you over like a three-part series, every single thing that you could possibly need to know about how to start your first or second or 15th small business. But that's not what this really is. This isn't a how to start a business question. This is how do you get back on the horse after you've been defeated? Apply this to anything in your life, whether it be relationships, businesses, careers, whatever. So I've been there, Tiffany, uh, myself, more than once. I've failed out of businesses a handful of times. I've been in massive amounts of debt. I've gone almost bankrupt. Uh, was at the, the hiding my car from the repo man, you know, one mortgage payment away from losing my house. I've, I've been there uh, and, and not that long ago. I'm talking like four and a half or five years ago. I was right there. Five years ago, I had $315 in the bank and that's all the money I had in the world, including savings, 401k. Everything I had was depleted from a very bad business deal. I started that business deal with $1 million committed from an outside investor and at that time in my life, I had several hundred thousand dollars saved. I had several hundred thousand dollars in retirement and savings accounts and 401k accounts. I was very well, well to do for a guy that was 32 years old. Uh, I had a lot going on financially and I burned through all of it in two years and had gotten to the point where I had $315 left and I had over $10,000 a month in overhead that I had to take care of to pay my personal bills and the responsibilities that I had to other people. And so I've been there. I've been there in a major way. I know all about it. Nothing new to me. Uh, the answer is simple. First, you got to know what you want to do. 
and I'm going to cut this segment and start a new segment because this is on like a timed recording thing. So I'm going to cut this segment and start a new one, but I'm going to finish this one by saying, first, you have to have a plan. You have to know what you want to do exactly. You cannot say, well, I just want to start something cool or be in a cool business, or I just want to open a business. You have to know exactly, exactly what you want to do. Next segment. Okay, so like, like I said, you have to know exactly what you want to do. No guesswork about it. You have to be fucking 100%, 100% or it's not going to work. For instance, I want to start a greeting card business. I want to write and manufacture unique greeting cards. That's your business. That's what you know you want to do. If you're not trying to start a business, if you're just trying to like work for somebody else, then it has to be decisive. I want to work at IBM Computers in the sales department. You have to know exactly what you want. You can't ask Santa Claus for a gift if you don't know what you want. Bring me something I think I'll like. That's not how this shit works. You have to ask the universe, ask God, ask the higher power that you believe in. Ask for what you want exactly so that you get exactly what you want. And I'm not going to tell you to go pray, although that wouldn't hurt. Uh, I'm, I'm a believer in prayer. But what I am saying is no matter who you're asking, whether it's God or the universe, you know, whatever your next door neighbor, you have to know exactly what you want. You can't need a cup of sugar and go to your neighbor's house and ask for a cup of flour or go to your neighbor's house and say, just give me whatever's in your kitchen. Be specific. So you got to know exactly what you want, the job you want, the position you want, the girlfriend you want, the business you want to start. Once you know exactly what you want to do, the next step is much easier. The next step is to start planning for it. Plan for it as if you already had everything you needed to do it. This has been exactly what I've done almost every single time I've opened a business and I'm doing it right now today with this Home Alone inspired pop-up that I'm doing this holiday extravaganza that I'm throwing in Hollywood. Right now today, as I'm recording this podcast, I am $50,000 short on the money that I need to finish and get this thing open by Saturday. I have one investor that approached that was very interested in getting involved that verbally committed but hasn't pulled the trigger. And he wants to meet with me in LA on Wednesday. I have other investors that came into this and it was great. We raised, you know, $125,000, but we needed 175 or 200,000 definitely to pull this thing off. So I'm short right now minimum $50,000 to get this thing where it needs to be. I've got big bills coming up by Thursday of this week. I've got another like 40 grand in checks I need to write and I'm pretty much out of money, right? And if you've learned anything being a business person or an entrepreneur is don't go into your personal money unless you absolutely have to. That's that's why investors and loans and banks, that's why these kind of lines of credit, that's why they exist so that you keep you as one entity in your business separate from your personal always because you can't have a family like I have a family. I can't fucking bank my kids' futures and their health insurance and their college funds. You know, I can't bank those things against whether or not enough people buy tickets for my next, you know, screwy pop-up, right? Can't do that. Or my next business venture can't be dependent on their... So complete separation. So anyway... You have to plan 
towards doing this thing as if you already had what you needed. I have known that I've been short on my investment since I started pulling the trigger financially weeks ago, but I don't give a fuck because I know that I'm going to get what I need. One way or the other, I'm 100% sure that this coming Saturday I will open, I will be packed, I will be sold out, I will have gotten every single thing that I needed for this event. It'll all come together over the next four or five days because my history, my faith, my confidence, and my positive attitude has proven to me time and time and time again that I 100% will win and I will get the things that I need. So I went ahead and pulled the trigger at 125,000 when I knew I needed 175 to 200 to get this done. And I know that this investor will, will pull through and if he doesn't, Someone else will pop up in the next 48 hours that's just dying to throw 50 grand at this because it's going to be dynamite. It's going to make a ton of money. It's going to be great, right? So I'm planning, without even taking a breath, I'm planning for this to work out just as if I had the money in the bank already. I'm just going moving forward. Once you know what you're going to do, what you want to do, then you start, have to, you start having to plan as if you had it already. So fuck the money not being in the bank, Tiffany. Forget about the fact that you burned through your inheritance. It doesn't matter. That's $50,000. It's a drop in the bucket. I know it's a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot of money for me too. It's exactly what I need right now, actually. Um, so I'm not downplaying that 50 grand isn't a lot of money, but your life, your intelligence, your talents, your self-worth, what you bring to the table, your brain is worth so much more than $50,000 girl, you're going to change the fucking game. After talking to you for over a month now, you're smart. You're articulate. You've got great ideas and you've got a great passion and a great work ethic. You're going to destroy. You're just like any other entrepreneur. Most of us failed and fell on our face a bunch of times before we got it right. I know I did. I had a bunch of businesses tank. You know, I had restaurants go under, I had a PR agency, an ad agency that was really successful doing good. And then I made a bad decision and, you know, decided to sell to another company to buy me out and then let my clients go and then wish that I hadn't let it go. I mean, when I say, you know, I've tanked, it doesn't always mean that I lost money. Sometimes it just means that I let something go that would have been way more valuable if I had kept it. But bottom line, you're going to fucking kill. So fuck the money in the bank. Fuck the fact that you blew through the inheritance, that you lost the money. Doesn't matter. That's just like a little pothole on the road of your of your longer path, your longer career. This this is nothing. Not shit, girl. Don't stress it. So know exactly what you want to do. In your case, Tiffany, I know that you know exactly what you want to do because you shared your idea with me, and it's awesome. It's a fucking great idea. Um, and I think you're going to do gangbusters with it. When you launch it, I think it's, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest with you. I don't know of anyone else doing anything quite like it. I think that it's something that's immediately going to hit market and catch fire. I think you could be sitting on a franchisable idea that's worth a billion dollars. You got to get from here to there. So step one, know exactly what you want. Tiffany, you do. Step two, start planning towards it as if you had the resources already, even though you don't. Certain things you're not going to be able to execute on, obviously. You're not going to be able to start writing checks. I, I am not under any circumstances recommending that you start writing checks or making financial commitments that you don't have the money for. I'm not insane. <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend you do that and burn anybody or burn yourself. But what I mean is just start making the plan. Start blocking off the time. Like, all right, I'm going to launch this thing sometime in February. I'm going to, I'm going to need more time. So I'm going to start 
budgeting my time out and well, I'm going to get a logo created and I'm going to start buying, you know, the small things that I can afford, the dot coms and the domains and get somebody to design my website. And I'm going to start securing the social media names and start making forward momentum towards the thing that you want. Step three, here's the hardest one. This is like a five-step process, but here's the hardest fucking one. Oh, it's such a bitch. Tiffany, I hope you're ready for this. And everybody else that's interested in this, I hope you're ready for this. This is the bitchiest, worst fucking step in the, of, of all of them. Be patient. Oh, isn't that a fucking son of a bitch, right? Be patient. This is not a race. It's a marathon. This shit does not happen quick. In your mind, and I don't know, maybe I mean, this might not apply to you specifically, Tiffany, but to a lot of other people, like in your mind, one year is a long time to wait to think about having to stay at that shitty job you're at for a whole year or whatever. But I promise you that this shit takes time. You want to do it right, it might be a lot more than a year. It might be two years or three years working at this until you get there. Or it could be three months. That depends on how fast things move in your world and how much you hustle and how much you're willing to sacrifice and work time and all that. But no matter what, you have to be prepared to be patient. You know exactly what you want to do. You start planning for that thing regardless of whether or not you have everything you need. You start going forward and doing everything you can to pursue that goal forward. And then in the process of that, be patient and know that while you're pursuing this, it might take a long time to get it where you need to be. It might take you a long time to raise that money. It might take you a long time to get all the help or resources or assets or licenses or permits or trademarks that you need to get all this shit together. Could be six months, one year, three years. But if you know that it's what you want to do, then there's no time limit on it. Like, you know you want to be alive, right? Or if you had a terminal disease, but you knew that there was a cure, but you'd have to be sick for two years. It's not like you'd give up. You'd ride the two years to get the cure. So you got to ride the time. Got to fucking be patient. Keep taking the gigs. Keep working the day job. It's a very important part of the process. And it's the most annoying part of it, but it's just super, super important. I can't express enough how important it is to practice that level of patience you you must do it okay so now that you know you got to keep working towards it one step at a time whatever steps you're capable of taking and planning for the future knowing that it's going to happen keep that positive attitude up now you have to be patient knowing that it might take some time but you're okay with that because you really want it you're passionate about it i'm going to flip to a new segment to go into step four and step five Okay, step four is easy. Go out and find the money. That's the shortest way to put it. Or, or whatever it is that you need, the resources. Research would actually probably be the proper title of step four. Research, research, research. Google is your best friend. You're going to have questions. There's going to be things about this process that you don't know. Again, I'll go back to the greeting card company. You're an expert on writing greeting cards. You know everything there is to know about cardstock and weights and print types and fonts and, you know, manufacturing all that stuff but you probably don't know a damn thing about raising money you've never been in front of a vc group or an angel investor or a private investor you've never talked to a bank or you've never had a line of credit you don't know anything about money or financing that's okay go learn remember that part about being patient and how it's going to take time well that time goes by a lot faster if you're using that time wisely to learn the ins and outs of business when you're opening your first business or you're taking your first adventure down down the rabbit hole and again 
You can apply this if you're not opening a business. You can apply it to, you want to work at IBM Computers in the sales department. Well, then learn everything there is to know about it, the changing world of technology and computer parts and hard drives and microchips. And, you know, learn everything there is to know about where the future is going and be knowledgeable. So when you get into that job, you know, maybe right now you're just a fucking great salesman. You love computer parts. Learn all the other parts of the job. Learn about the marketing aspect of sales. Learn about the back end, the numbers, how to crunch them, how commissions work. Google is your best friend. Ask it anything and everything you could possibly want to know. Ask it all the time. Don't be shy because it works. And the answers to most questions, it's like it's like the global database of everything you ever wanted to know. Ask other people who have done it. Don't be shy. Find small businesses, mom and pop shops in your own town and go ask them how they started. Tell me you want to start a business and you're just curious where they get their money from. Like you don't have to get too personal, but anyone that's willing to talk to you or share knowledge or information, these people will share with you the ups and downs of their own struggle. They're going to fucking tell you like, oh, I borrowed money from family. That was a big mistake. It ruined my relationship with my uncle. Or I took a line of credit from a bank, but I thought it was a low interest rate, but it was a noose around my neck. It was like worse than a mortgage payment. Like, don't do it that way. Or I worked with an investor group and I forgot to get the, you know, the right documents in place or I didn't have a lawyer look at it. And there's going to be so many different stories interacting with people, things that you can learn, learn from their mistakes, their pitfalls. But step four is research because you have to go out and find the things that you need and you have to start getting out there. And again, go back several podcasts to like my business for dummies is like a three or four part series i cover all of this in depth one podcast at a time i literally give you everything you could ever possibly need to know about opening and starting a small business or your first business or your 15th business it's all there the, the broad strokes are there but how to raise money how to write a pitch deck or business plan marketing you know it's all there. But anyway, step four is research, learn, know, and then start when I said, go raise the money. Yes, start going after, whether it's money or help or whatever it is, start going out and trying to find it. The way that you find it is by asking. A lot of people are gonna say no. Most are gonna say no before somebody says yes. So just get used to getting told no all the time. Having people not return your calls or, but start Googling. If you don't know where to start, Google how to raise money for a business. It's going to come up with a bunch of links and like investment groups or you know, venture capitalists or different people that invest in businesses. And there's there's companies like Y Combinator, if they're still even around, that like you can email them your idea and, you know, you, you can they'll sign an NDA and look at your idea. And if they like it, they'll put it in front of their board. And if they like it more, they'll fucking invest in it. There's a million ways. So that's step four. Research, research and start to go after the things that you want. Once you complete step four, step five, the final one, see. Not the easiest one, but it's the simplest one. Execute. You spent all this time. You knew exactly what you wanted to do. You knew exactly what you wanted to do with no doubt or no waiver. Again, you have to know what you want. You can't be up in the air like, well, I'd like to start a pizza shop or like a donut shop or like a computer sales store. It can't know exactly what you want. I want to open a Sicilian style pizza shop in downtown Chicago called Luigi's fucking greatest pizza in the world from Sicily. And we're going to make two kinds of pizza. And that like, you have to be that precise on what you want. Like I said before, I want to work at Disney studios as an animator. And you know, you have to know exactly what you want. You know, that was, that was the first part of this. Know, know exactly what you want. And step two, 
start doing it. Start planning forward any steps you can take as though you already had the resources. So start planning your life around it. Start making the moves that you're capable of making. Again, not writing bad checks or making commitments that you can't keep, but doing everything in your power to start moving your life towards that as if it's going to happen because you got to believe it. Keep a positive attitude and believe it. Pray, meditate, positive confession. You're going to do this. And then move in to the next step. Be patient. You have to be patient because you have to know that you're in this for the long haul. If it takes six months or six years, this is what you want to do with your life and you're sure of it. So you're not going to give up. You have to have a can-do, no-quit attitude and know that 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 takes patience. You have to, patience is a virtue. You have to fucking work at that shit. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to want to quit sometimes, but you got to hang in there. So many people have quit like one day before the giant thing blew up in their life that was going to make them successful don't be that person. Step four, research, research, research. Learn everything you need to know about the things that you need to get. You already know about the thing that you want to do. Like if you're opening the pizza shop, you're probably already skilled in that department. You know everything there is to know about a pizza shop, but you don't know a damn thing about how to get the money or the investors or whatever else it is that you need to get the business operational. So research and learn all about that. Become an expert on that because that's just going to pay you in the future over and over again. Find other people who have done something similar to what you've done or they've opened their own business or whatever. They've worked at a company that you wanted to work at. Befriend them. Find them on social media. Don't be afraid to reach out just as a human being and ask questions. You'll be surprised how much information people will share with you just to help you out. Learn from it. Become a fucking guru at that thing so that by the time you're actually opening your business, you're not only just an expert on greeting cards or pizza or computer sales, you're also an expert on raising money and investment contracts and all that kind of shit. Step five, execute. That's the final one. You're an expert at this point. You know everything. You've done it. You've gone through the other four steps. You knew what you wanted. You believed it. You were patient. You became an expert. And now it's just time to execute your plan and go forward with it. Tiffany, that's the best and longest answer I could possibly give you on this topic. But I wanted to cover every little detail that you asked. And the number one thing, this isn't a step, just the number one thing to keep in mind when you're coming off the backside of failure is that you didn't fail. Think about that for a second. Just let it set in as I close this podcast out. Anyone who's listening, I just want you to think about that. As you're coming off the backside of what you considered a failure, just remember, you didn't fail. I went and lost a lot of money on a lot of business ventures. A lot of people go to college and they spend a shit ton of money to get a textbook education And I can promise you that I learned more in my first failed business than I could have learned in 10 years at an Ivy League college about business. You didn't fail, you learned. You learned something. In your case, Tiffany, you learned two times, two completely different scenarios, but bad on on both accounts. You learned something that's gonna pay you in the future. You now are an expert on those two situations and situations like it. You won't find yourself in that trap a third time. You learned, you gained experience, you gained valuable knowledge about business, and you had the fucking balls to go out and actually do something. When everyone else in the world is a pussy and they sit on their hands and they don't do anything, they're afraid to take a chance, they're afraid to take a risk, they won't put their neck on the chopping block, so they just stay in their dead-end jobs and they dream of being you. Even though you lost the money, even though you're in a wicked bad financial spot right now, you did something. You went for it, and that counts. So just keep this in mind. You didn't lose. You just learned. It's just part of the process. You know, the people that have made the biggest inventions and best discoveries and started the biggest companies in the world in history definitely was not their first try. 
In most cases, it was like attempt number five. Sometimes it was attempt number 10 or 20. I know guys that are plugging away on their 18th or 20th failed business venture, but I have a lot of faith in them that they're going to fucking score. And then you've got other guys out there that didn't even get their first score until they were in their 40s or even their 50s. I, I legitimately know a guy, a guy who's a billionaire, by the way. I, I'd love to name drop him, but I'm not going to do it because I'm trying to. It's actually subsequently the person I'm trying to get to invest in one of my uh, my ventures here. But dude's worth a billion dollars, and I've been Wikipediaing him and looking up him. He didn't have any big scores until he was like 50 years old. He was kind of like a schlub until then. Kept plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, and now dude's a billionaire, massive franchise. So the point is, is you didn't lose. As you're coming back from what you consider a failure, don't beat yourself up. Be stoked. You learned something. You got an education. You experienced something. And this is just a little bump in the road on a very successful path that you're going to have. Luke, my friend, next podcast or one shortly thereafter. This also, a lot of this ties back into what you asked me, Luke. A lot of this, um, because you had a lot of similar questions and kind of a similar situation. I was a little different financially, but a very similar situation to Tiffany. So I, I felt like you could benefit from this as well. That's why I tied the whole thing back in. Um, but anyway, follow me on all social media at the real Zach Neal. DM me on Instagram. I do still take questions and answers, as you heard right here. If you have a question and I can answer it, I will try uh, to get around to doing it. At the real Zach Neal. I'll talk to you guys really soon. Have a great rest of your day. Easy.